to the Electronic Wireless Show, Rock Paper Shotguns, gaming podcast, the only gaming podcast you need, in my opinion. I am Alice Bell, and I'm joined this week, as ever, by my lovely co-host, Brendan Caldwell. Hello. I'm not going to try and speak Spanish to you, because that went really badly when we tried recording before, and you made fun of me, so <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Pero, pero tu español fue muy, muy fuerte. <laughs> I did understand that, and I still, you're still making fun of me, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and joining us, as you can hear, is uh, the hardware queen herself, Catherine Castle. Hello, Catherine. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Not too bad. Good, good. I, it's a strange turn of events this week, because I turned up at our office, because we do have one. I'm just the only one that goes there, and it's flooded. And the internet is off, so <laughs> I'm sat in a room by myself, recording this using. I'm using my 4G. I'm ride or die for this website. When, the way you the way you've explained that makes it sound like you're ankle deep in water, <laughs> like holding yeah. a phone up trying to record the podcast. <laughs> Let's assume that I am Brendan. There's no need for anyone to think that I'm not. And that's, that's one of that's, you know, although we did it genuinely, like we have an email that says like, don't go on the third floor because the flood is above me. So. If we start hearing rainfall, then we'll, we'll know when to, when to, when, when to cut it off. The flood is above me is a strange and frightening thing for anyone to ever say. It is odd, isn't it? How are you, Brendan, by the way? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for asking. I haven't done any video gaming, but that's fine because we've got a good discussion. Mm. We do this week. It's one that's been much requested, uh, including by Kevin Boyce and Jonathan Griffin, and I think some other people, and I'm very sorry if I've forgotten you, but uh, we are this week discussing, uh, for episode 52, uh, our favourite soundtracks and songs from video games. We'll get to it later, but a lot of discussion and input from our, our listeners and readers as well. Um, so and this is what everyone loves talking about, their favourite soundtracks and stuff. I was surprised that the, the Electronic Wireless show hasn't done music before. It's been requested a few times, and we've, I've just put it on the back burner and not done it before. Because for some reason I thought, oh, video game music is not even video games. Why would people want to hear about that? But the minute we said that... <laughs> The minute we said this was our topic, like we got the most responses we'd ever got by like a factor of 10 or something. <laughs> People are clearly well, passionate about their music. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, well, let's 
kick things off. Uh, Catherine, you're the guest this week, so have you got something you want to lead with? Oh, like so many things. I, I really, I really, really like video game music, and it's probably what I listen to just every day. I don't really listen to anything else, um, partly because all of my favourite bands from like the mid noughties who I would probably normally listen to, they're all rubbish now. So I don't have anything. I don't have anything to listen to, and I hate finding new things because I'm old. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I, yeah, I listen to loads of video game soundtracks, and I've sort of, you know, I've bought, I've bought loads of CDs of them physical copies that's the thing um i've even been to a couple of concerts for video game music um which is probably a step a step too far maybe some might think but yeah no i i love it so um i have a giant list but i don't i mean did 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 we want to talk about what makes a good video game soundtrack before we kind of dive into our favorites cuz i think no like, i want to know what's on top of your <laughs> you list want, you want to know what's on the top <laughs> All right. Oh man. Well, are we talking only PC games here? Because that's that's another factor that will narrow the list down. Don't think we need to, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What are the rules, Brendan? Well, the rules are usually talk about PC until someone mentions Yakuza, <laughs> and then. <laughs> but that's on PC now, so you can talk about that. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I think no. Just talk about whatever. It's it's music this week. It's not just GTMs. general music. Okay then, yeah. right. Um, well, I don't know what I don't know what I mean. I I have a favorite piece of music, so a favorite a favorite track, which is the ending theme of Final Fantasy X, which is like the orchestral version of Tizanikind, which is the main theme. But I wouldn't say that Final Fantasy X is my favorite favorite soundtrack overall. That would probably be. Um, Either probably Breath of the Wild or Final Fantasy Fifteen or Xenoblade Chronicles. Those three are probably my 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 top three soundtracks of all time. Wow, I did not expect <laughs> any of those things. <laughs> yeah, I go deep on 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 video game music. It's uh... mm. <laughs> Breath of the Wild's music's really nice because it just oh, I love it. It has so many Zelda refrains. Yeah, I I I sort of spent a slightly obscene amount of money getting the like the full five disc soundtrack not that long ago, because um, the the special edition of the Switch version came with like a sound select CD, so you got like a like maybe just over like a dozen soundtracks um, or a dozen tracks on on the CD with that, but there are so many other good bits of that outside of that cd that i just sort of i just gotta have it all just gotta have it all so yeah i sort of imported that from japan <laughs> and um yeah no it's great i really really like it whenever we suggested okay we're gonna do music this week <laughs> Ma- matthew was originally scheduled to come on and he went oh no i can't do music because that's Catherine's thing and he was not lying <laughs> no. <laughs> no definitely not um yeah, I I basically just really like anything with a piano. Give me a piano and I'm like, I'm there. I'm a sucker for a good piano, which is largely what Breath of the Wild's soundtrack is comprised of. Lots of nice piano music. I I really think, like, stuff like Breath of the Wild and, yeah, your Final Fantasies especially as well, they are um, played in concert quite a lot. Yeah. Like, every year, a couple of years, they'll they'll come around. And I think... If you took, like, someone who's well into their classical music, you know, they do the classic FM, all that, mm. and you sat them in one of those concerts, 
but didn't tell them that it was video game music. Yeah. They'd be what they'd be into it, and I think there's there's a in the the broader public there's maybe a bit of a oh like when you mention that it's game music. Do you think that's the case? Um, the Final Fantasy concept is quite interesting actually because I've played quite a lot of Final Fantasy games, and I've been to I think I've been to three Final Fantasy concerts overall. I've been to two t- uh, the Distant Worlds thing, which is kind of like the official thing uh, twice, mm. um, and then I've also been to a sort of like a different kind of uh, company. The the Distant Worlds is kind of like a straight orchestral version of whatever the track is in the game. So it's kind of like, oh, you know, very familiar. Um, often it's the same tracks that are either on like, occasionally they do like piano collections and orchestral CDs, like Square Enix do them themselves. And they're just those tracks. Then there's another company that does it. I can't remember their name exactly. But they do more like they do their own arrangements. And so it's all a bit kind of unfamiliar, just incorporating like they've kind of do their own interpretation of it, which I think is more interesting. Um, and I've taken Matthew to a couple of these who I think he's he's maybe he's played a little bit of 15. Um, he played 10 with me. We, play, we played that together a couple of a uh, year or two ago. And so he doesn't know the Final Fantasy music as well as I do. And. I've I sort of dragged <laughs> dragged him along to these concerts with me, um, and he I don't think he kind of enjoys them as much. Like he's 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 all for like you know he listens to a lot of kind of not necessarily classical classical music, but a lot of kind of instrumental music as well. But because um, he doesn't know the games or what kind of significance they have in the games, it doesn't really mean as much to him. Like he enjoys the music, but for him, he you know he's told me in the past it all just kind of sounds the same <laughs> um, or that you know there, there isn't like a you because because obviously loads of people are the, are the fans of the games and the music you know you can you can just feel the crowd and the people in you know the Royal Abbot Hall or whatever like getting really excited and often they play you know they show like video footage of the scene in question like on a giant giant screen behind the orchestra and, you know, people are, like, really getting into it. And <laughs> Matthew's just kind of sitting there going, like, ah. Um, so it's, I don't know, it's sort of, it's interesting. I think, like, if people naturally have an appreciation for instrumental music and kind of can appreciate music by itself without having that kind of attachment to whatever the source material is, I think, you know, I think that they definitely enjoy it. But I think something like... I don't know. It's difficult because e- even like the, the the concerts that I went to, the the, the non distant worlds ones, like I, I I appreciate those a lot because I think it's a bit more, it's more kind of it's more challenging because they've made, you know, their own arrangements and they're just kind of fleeting hints of some of the themes in there that it's all, but it's all kind of largely you know you're trying to, you have to pick them out yourself and if you don't know it, then it's just like that's kind of it just kind of goes over your head. It's like listening to one song from a musical having yeah. not seen the rest of the musical yeah. <laughs> so you don't get the significance of that song from cats yeah. because you don't know why it should be sad or whatever yeah and it's so i think it's it's difficult in that people can appreciate them but i think there's an extra level of appreciation that comes from like knowing knowing the source material I, it's interesting you say final fantasy 15 as well because there were kind of I, in my head there are two kinds of music that i would associate with that and one is the kind of the final fantasy like um the the orchestral kind of and the fight music and stuff but then also when it um when they were gearing up for its release and stuff there was the uh the florence and the machine covers as yes. well yes yeah yeah florence and the machine did covers for it 
They did the yeah. um, Stand By Me. They did that at the beginning when they're pushing the car. Oh, I didn't know that. That's Florence and her machine. And so they did their Stand By <laughs> Me and then there's three other tracks they did, I think. it's so, I, I felt like it was sort of one for each of the four best boys, kind of. Um, and it, it, that was really interesting because like, it is in the game. It's basically only at that bit at the start. Mm, yeah. Well, I mean, Final and- Fantasy's had this kind of slightly weird history with songs in that I think ever since, like, 8, they've had, like, a big song. Like, 8 had Eyes on Me, which was, I think, sung by, like, Fei Wong, um, which was the big kind of, like, romance thing, which they kind of, they took the theme of and kind of, you know, strung it through a lot of different kind of instrumental bits, but then they did have the song in the game. And then 9 had, like, Melodies of Life. I can't remember who sang that. Ten had Sateki down there, which was in Japanese. And like I thought at the time, I sort of remember thinking like, because the other two had, I can't remember whether they were in Japanese originally, but they had made English versions. And so I was surprised when Ten kind of like, oh, it's just the Japanese song. But I can't remember. I think did they had they done any other songs for Final like in Twelve? And I haven't sort of played a huge amount of Twelve, and I never really did much of Thirteen at all. I don't remember. I just remember the songs from Ten to. The pop songs. Oh yeah, and they had oh little, yeah, <laughs> they had loads of songs in ten too. Those are great. I really like those. Those are kind of like my guilty pleasure in that I really like playing those at very loud volume when there's no one around and just kind of just like singing, you know, like real emotion. Um, and the other one, whatever, whatever it's called, a thousand words. Those are great. I really love those. <laughs> <laughs> ten two is in many ways my favorite Final Fantasy game. I think. <laughs> Um, what, Brendan, do you want to weigh in? Have you got a favourite kind of soundtrack for a game you want to... Um, I don't have a super favourite soundtrack, but I've got lots of little things. I do have a... I don't think I'm as into it as Catherine is. <laughs> uh, but I do have like a playlist of songs that are from uh, games and stuff. I think I'm more into chiptoony stuff or really stereotypical video game music. <laughs> I really like um, the VVVVVV soundtrack. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, which is just all chiptune stuff. There's lots of, there's loads of those tracks that I, I really like. And uh, the Kirby song that everyone puts um, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that one. When, when you say stereotypical game music, what do you mean? Uh, yeah, like bleepy bloopy. Oh, okay. Bleepy bloopy. Yeah. <laughs> Fez has got a really good um, chiptune soundtrack. Uh, yeah, I'm never really that into the Rez stuff. No, Fe- Fez. Fez, Fez, Fez. Oh, Fez. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I haven't played enough of that. Oh, I, I quite like that. Dis- that. I think that Disaster Piece did that soundtrack, and that was I, I quite enjoy listening to that. I think I've got a whole load of those on Spotify somewhere. And the Bit-Tripped games, they have quite good. The early Bit-Tripped mm. games, they've got quite nice chiptune. Oh, what else is good? It's not chiptune, but Jet Set Radio is a, has a soundtrack Full of bangers. It's brilliant. <laughs> Do you know there's a Jet Set Radio radio now? What? It's called Jet Set Radio Live. Is it an actual radio station? Yeah, they play that. So um, this uh, website I used to work at called Video Gamer commissioned an article about it. Because um, <laughs> it, it's like, yeah, people that were well into it. Um, and they, it's a, a streaming radio station online called Jet Set Radio Live. And, and you can pick different kind of channels on it and there's like a, a wall like an interactive kind of graffiti wall and stuff and it, it's yeah it's cool 
so you can listen to Jet Set Radio out and about. That's excellent. That's pretty While good. While you're rollerblading. <laughs> yeah. That's almost as good as the Animal Crossing Chrome extension that you can have in your browser that plays the appropriate Animal Crossing music for the time of day. That's quite good. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And so I've got like, I've, I've installed it on my Chrome browser and it's just like a little KK slider with his guitar just sitting in, in, the, top of my, in the top of my browser next to the search bar. So I can just hit him and then like, yeah, if it's 10 o'clock, it'll play the 10 to 11 a.m. music from, like, I think it's Animal Crossing Wild World. It'd be great <laughs> if they could like update it to New Leaf music because I think that's slightly better. It does sound pretty good. Um, <laughs> my favorite, so I really like uh, the Fallout soundtracks because they're, they're that kind of, there's this sort of big band and kind of like retro element because I like songs that I can sing along to. And mm. so I, I prefer the soundtracks that do like, you know, Florence and Her Machine um, that have like lyrics because I'm an uncultured swine. Uh, but I do really like um, <laughs> this. There's a group called uh, Two Steps from Hell, I think, who do basically trailer music. Like that's their thing. They do like epic trailer music, and it's used for loads of game trailers. Um, so like Mass Effect uses their track, and then it was that was really confusing because the it was Mass Effect two or three used one of their tracks. And then the UEFA Champions League one year used the same song. So it was really confusing (laughs) when my housemate had the TV on. But I don't, I I listen to like terrible punk bands and stuff. So I don't listen to game music (laughs) that that kind of like regularly, I guess. Oh, what was that? Sorry, I keep thinking. I'm keep thinking. Think of like, I, there's a game about punching people and it's just a really punky game and it's got it's like one song to it and it's just about punching people. <laughs> I, need to, I need to try and remember what it is. But I think I, I really like it when um, uh, games have like radio stations, like in, in-game mm. radio stations with like in-universe in like DJs and stuff because I, I think that's like a really simple way of bringing... Uh, a world to life a bit yeah uh, i did i did like watchdogs 2 because watchdogs 2 has a track from my favorite band in it so Aww. which is uh a band called masked intruder who are a punk band a pop punk band i should say from uh america and uh they all wear they wear uh primary colored ski masks and <laughs> uh their shtick is that they um were put in, they were put in prison um, and all their songs are about kind of stalking girls but in a fun like in a way that takes it sounds really sinister when I explain it but they're basically <laughs> taking the mirk out of pop punk and and conventional pop which is all like dudes being like why do you not love me and so they're sort of taking it to I guess the natural conclusion of like if you don't leave a girl alone you will just get put to prison <laughs> but they're really fun and I really love them you Catherine talked about like what you think what discussing what makes a good game soundtrack and you're obviously the expert on this podcast what do you think makes a good game soundtrack (laughs) well i mean i i generally like soundtracks that i can listen to like away from the game so usually something fairly gentle and something i can like i can listen to while i work basically um and that because i think like there are games that are that have really great soundtracks like when you're actually playing the game um, but I wouldn't necessarily want to listen to it on an everyday basis. Like Doom, for instance, I think has a great soundtrack. And that's it's one of the things I use to test um, headsets with. 
Um, Because it's got quite a kind of, you know, big kind of bassy pumping soundtrack. But it's not like I'd want to listen to that while I was kind of, you know, writing a review or whatever. So I think, you know, there there are games that are like Doom, where the soundtrack, whether it's the music or just like the general audio design is, you know, is great. But my uh, stamp of approval would be if I could listen to it away from the game and still enjoy the music. Um, Obviously, that kind of like that, that disqualifies like a load of things that are still really good. But yeah, I I just think if if I if I can listen to it if I if I can listen to it away from the game, and still enjoy it, then that's 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 the mark of a good soundtrack, I think. Yeah, see, I would because I don't listen to stuff away from games. I would almost say the opposite, and and say like like a good game soundtrack is one that is, you know, really woven into the fabric of the game. Mm. But I guess because we enjoy the soundtracks in different ways. Yeah, it is. It's a tricky thing. It's it it's interesting how like because you're talking about going to the concerts and stuff and people get really you know emotionally connected to certain bits of music and it that's always really interesting to me the way that you know like like certain themes are associated mm. with certain characters like musicals you know the the yeah. major <laughs> musical themes um for different characters and different moments and stuff it's really interesting how sounds can be so associated with certain things like like the final fantasy uh victory music or yeah. like op- opening a chest in zelda and, and mm. stuff like that like yeah it's, would... it's, it's... oh sorry oh, go ahead <laughs> it's gonna bring brendan into the discussion brendan what do you think makes a good game soundtrack is it just like good bleeps and bloops uh well i like good bleeps and bloops but i i i like it um like you said, with Florence and the Machine and stuff like that, I also like it when real-world music that you kind of already know or might already know is introduced to the game. So, for instance, like uh, Far Away and um, what is it, Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption, when you're like on your horse trotting through through the desert, like that's I think that's one that a lot of people love, uh, or. Bioshock Infinite, for all its flaws, had a great idea where it would take the songs that we all know and then put them kind of anachronistically into Yeah, they'd make into like the game. Um, 30s, kind of 40s kind of versions of them, didn't they? Yeah, it was like, oh, Tien- yeah. was it Tainted Love or something? And it's funny because Wasteworld, the TV yeah. show, <laughs> yeah. kind of took, took that idea and just and, and ran with it and did like piano music, like jaunty saloon piano music for contemporary songs. No, yeah, and but... whenever I saw that, I was like, Bioshock Infinite kind of did that <laughs> for you. Um, I can't believe I didn't think of that. Because that moment where you first kind of enter Columbia and you go like round a corner and then there's like a barbershop quartet doing, oh, what is it? Like, it's it's like a, just a really cool, ca- and it's like, it's really good. And you're like, this is really cool. But also it's confusing because what? And... <laughs> Yeah, it it fits with the the whole there are parallel worlds kind of thing and time travel nonsense. So I I like it when when games do that, or even when a game just like throws in a contemporary track over what you're doing. I think it's really funny. Um, and if it fits the if it sit if it fits the thing that you're doing, then I'm I'm happy with it. Just in general, I like I I do like, I don't just like beeps and bloops. I like the gentle stuff too. The yog. If anyone has played the Yog, it has some great music. It's really, really nice. Especially the credit music. It's just really folky and relaxed. It's like something Laura Marling would sing or something. It's interesting these days you could, like, loads of, like, more and more games are selling their soundtracks separately. 
um, like not just big kind of blockbuster titles, but kind of in, indie stuff as well. So like uh, the Red Strings Club has a really great soundtrack, and it is a kind of it's there's some really nice kind of like jazz kind of smoky piano, uh, and then also some bleeps and bloops because it's it's a cyberpunk kind of theme. So you get like the like high tech and then sort of you know low quality of life and the music is a great kind of representation the tension between the two and you can get that set that sold separately as well it obviously like is a a big business but i just i'm fascinated by how much you love it Catherine, because i've (laughs) just never got i i can't like i've never met someone who like where that is the main thing they listen to like that is their their you know itunes library yeah it's it's probably pretty unusual as i say it's 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 mildly because as I, like yeah all all the all the cd's and stuff that i used to like and you know the from from the whatever kind of indie bands or whatever that i liked in the kind of mid mid noughties or whatever their new stuff i just i just hate um, <laughs> and so it's like oh now now what do i listen to but i think the, the the main thing is that i used to i used to really love listening to music while i was like a, doing either uh, like you know revision at school or you know I found like silence really like I just couldn't you know I needed something in the background going away with so I sort of like started accumulating this this library of of you know kind of fairly gentle instrumental music whether it was from like games or film or you know sort of anime or stuff like that um, and I think it was just like because I if 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 I listen to music with lyrics while I'm working, I just I can't concentrate. <laughs> so I, you know if I start singing along to it, or I just I can't think of the words I'm meant to be writing if I'm listening to other words being kind of thrown mm. in my ears. So yep. I think it's it's largely kind of a product of that. In that, as I say, like I can't listen to anything with lyrics if I'm working, which is kind of what I I you know I spend a large portion of my day doing. Um, as I've kind of like had you know jobs in offices and stuff I've I've learned to kind of like deal with the silence because you know sometimes it's like you can't have headphones on all the time or you know you need to be listening to other other people or something like that so I've kind of like I've I've I now listen to probably less music than I used to do but I still like listening to yeah like having that type of music in the background if I do need to listen to something um so I think it's it's probably it's all to do with that really <laughs> that's why why i end up kind of just yeah end up listening to to nothing else <laughs> yeah fair enough uh brendan do you, i believe you have a game for us sorry <gasps> i'd forgotten i'd forgotten <laughs> i was so absorbed Yes, we have a music quiz. Oh, I'm really looking forward to this. <laughs> I'm obviously going to lose this. I didn't realize there would be... well, the worrying thing is is that I know I think that the quiz is act I know I think that the quiz is rubbish because <laughs> it'll all be too easy for Catherine and we'll probably include like a bunch of general stuff that I don't know, it's like showing your mixed CD tape to your like cool uncle when you're only 10 years old and you only know about like rubbish bands mcfly and so forth it'll probably be this moment where i'm exposed as a huge fraud and have a huge like like knowledge gap i basically just listen to music from jrpgs because they have the best music fact um they shred the guitars don't they oh they do 
Okay, so as I've already explained to you guys, I'm playing this for you on a tinny laptop because I can't figure out, I don't want to do, go through the technical difficulties of getting it to you without the names attached for you to guess, uh, to ruin your guesses. Um, but listeners will not hear tinny music, they'll hear nice music thanks to the magic of editing. Okay, so let me just get my notes ready. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yes. All right, let's go. Yeah, I'm only going to play a few seconds from each track, unless I say otherwise. So you have to get it based on very little, or what I think is very little, but maybe (laughs) won't be. All right, so here we go. Here's the first one. Uh, Skyrim. Okay, you got it. It's very easy. (laughs) Think the next one will be better. You'll like it. Cool. All right. Oh, that's from Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> okay, so Catherine's proving herself. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay, here's the next one. That's all you get. <laughs> oh, man. What is that from? Oh. Do it again? Okay, I'll give you a little bit longer. Oh, is this something like Castlevania? or like... Mega Man or something? Is it Mega Man? I'll give you a clue. We've, I've spoken about it on the podcast already. It is. Yep. It's positive force. I'll link to this playlist as well so anybody can see what the what the answers are. Here's the next one. This one's. I'm making this one longer because I'm not sure if anyone will get it. But if you get it, Catherine or or Alice, just shout. Just shout. It's got a quiet start. Oh, it's Metal Gear Solid, isn't it? What? How did you do? <laughs> I might, I might have the that exact track on a CD somewhere. <laughs> That's from Metal Gear Solid: Sons of Liberty, right? I, yeah. I wrote, I did this. There has a, such a long, weird intro of, <laughs> and I said, play thirty-five seconds of this in my notes because they won't get it before then. <laughs> You got it after four seconds. Okay. Let's try the next one. Oh, I don't know that one. Uh, Is that Fallout? It is Fallout, yeah. (laughs) It's the I don't want to set the world on fire song. Mm. Okay. Next one. Oh, Oh, what's that? Is that for Metal Gear Solid as well? Nope. No. Oh, no. Battlefield. It is Battlefield, yes. yes. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Oh, I don't know. Oh, is it something like Life is Strange? Some kind of... It's not, no. <sighs> Do you want it again? Yeah, do it again. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, mate. No. <laughs> it's Portal 2. It's The National with Exile Vilify. Ah. It's a little song you hear in Portal 2 on the radio. It's like coming out really... Oh, that's a deep cut. Tinny radio. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, we've only got five more, but so make them count. <laughs> All right, here's the next. 
Oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> you can more than that. <laughs> That's just a gong. <laughs> if I give you more than this, you'll get it immediately, I think. Do it just like one, 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 one more second. All or right. something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still going to need more than that. <laughs> yeah, no, I have no idea. Like, I don't know. I think you'll kick yourselves. <laughs> oh, it's from oh. Halo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Yep, that's Halo. Okay, this is this is a good one. Hang on. <laughs> Is that like Parappa the Rapper or something? Nope. Or Space Channel 5 or whatever it's called. Nope. Nope. Is that Jet Set Radio? <laughs> it is Jet Set Radio. It's going to list all the music games. <laughs> okay, here we go. Now greetings to the world. Is that Parappa the Rapper? Nope. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think I know uh, that one. Do you need a little bit more? Yeah. Possibly. Now greetings to the world. Vice of the one big gangzilla lang. Nope. <laughs> Don't know that one. No. That is Make It Bondem from Far Cry 3. Oh. It's the song that plays when you burn that weed field. Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> Featuring Skrillex and Damien Marley. <laughs> the classics. All right, there's only two more. God, I know that one. <laughs> I know that one so hard. Um, oh, no, I can't. I can't. I can't think. I'll of give it. you a bit more. Nah, it's killing me. Is it like? I don't. I don't know. I'm still going to guess. Is it like? Is it either WarioWare or a Rhythm Heaven game? Nope. Nope. <laughs> it's Undertale. Oh. <laughs> it is the theme for Sans from Undertale. All right, here's the last one. Um, I'm going to play a long amount of this unless <laughs> one of you also gets this. Okay, so here we go. Last one. Oh, what is this? What is it? Oh, I know it. Tetris. <laughs> Hi. I, I thought that this would be the one that got you. I have this CD, Brendan. I listen to this CD a lot. <laughs> You've oh. taken all of the arrangements from this very specific CD. <laughs> well, yeah, like that's because uh, when you search for video game music, a lot of the ones <laughs> that you get are from Video Games Live. Yeah. Uh, which is the CD that you're talking about. Well, it's, I think uh, it's the, the Video Games Live. I don't think... Is that the same CD? Oh, maybe it's not. It's like Greatest Video Game Music Volume 1 or 2 or something. That I think it's got it's got like a soldier playing a cello in a bit of a kind of battlefield type art style, which just looks really weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I do own that CD. So I, I and I've listened to that, listened to that particular. I think it was the Halo, the Battlefield and the Metal Gear Solid ones were all from that cd so i've listened to those a lot and i know those intros like inside out <laughs> i apologize that was, that was kind of cheating really don't no never um, apologize 
That's, it's not cheating if you've got the knowledge. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that was our music quiz. I'll put a link to the playlist if you want to listen to those things or see where the music comes from. Uh, but yeah, well done, I guess, <laughs> Catherine for winning. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Catherine won that one. <laughs> oh it's really funny. Like for me, music quizzes is sort of like. I've had this I've had this kind of like not it's it's not like a dream or anything but it's it's an idea that I've had kind of milling around the back of my brain for like a couple of years and that if I ever was in a position where I was in charge of say putting on like a a video game themed like pub quiz the music round I'd have I sort of I've really thought about this music round nothing else just the music round that I'd have sort of something like I'd play all of the Final Fantasy like victory themes, and you'd have to pick out which game they came from. Oh my <laughs> god! Or like, or like you know, like the the Pokemon battle music, you'd have to pick which game it came from, or you know, something, something like really similar, um, which is really really niche and really hardcore. <laughs> but I thought it would make a really good like music round in a pub no, quiz for whatever it. reason. You would have one of those pub quizzes that everybody comes out of having got like four out of <laughs> yeah. thirty questions correct. That that was yeah, I I bow to your knowledge, Catherine. That was very impressive. <laughs> oh my god, we didn't mention the Sims. Does the Sims have good music? The Sims build music is iconic, surely. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that would be one of my favourites as well. Um shall we move on to what we've been playing this week? Yes. We can do, yeah. <laughs> Brendan, you haven't been playing anything, is that right? <laughs> I've been playing stuff, but not on the PC. That's, Sorry. That's I've just been playing... I mean, they're PC games, and I've played them before. So I've played loads of Absolver before, and I've talked about it before on the podcast, but I'm playing it again um, with a new character. And it's still great. It's still lovely. I, sh- I, I find, because... It's being given away free right now on PlayStation, so or not free, but like through PlayStation Plus. Um, so that a lot of new players have come in, and because I'm like a dab old hand at the martial arts, <laughs> uh, I have just been like helping people out and doing that Dark Souls thing where you kind of like gesture to them and bring them to all the places that they need to go and like show them all the oh. hidden spots oh. and po- point out the there are these like um carns these like uh little hidey holes of goodies and I've been taking them round to each of the goodies and taking them round to each of the bo- like many bosses and saying, here you are, you know you had to fight him. And the <laughs> best thing about it is I get them into fights and then I just stand back like a teacher and say, no, you must fight this one yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so much fun to do because they get what I'm doing. Um, so I've just been, yeah, going through Absolver again. I really enjoy it. They're going to have new stuff for it, I think, in September sometime. I'm not sure. That's what I've heard. I, I hope it does, because I, I really liked it, and I thought it was one of those games that has real potential to develop, like, meta games and meta rules. But um, it's just not exploded in sort of the way that it, I hoped it would. It hasn't. It has, like, a quite small, like, hardcore following of people who really enjoy it um i haven't even been one of them but uh anytime i do play it i think oh it's so it's so good it's just like we've talked about it before but you can pick people up like after you fight and because just and you can instead of just starting a fight with them as you would in 
I don't know any other kind of game where you come across people in the open world. You can go into a little menu and just declare a fight with them. So you let them know that you want to fight them really explicitly. So you don't just punch them and start a fight. Like That's rude in Absolver. <laughs> you go up to them and you do the little I want to fight you. And you raise your fists and you're like, come on, let's fight. And half the time they'll fight you and the other half of the time they'll just do a little finger wave at you and run off and you'll be like, all right, you know, whatever. <laughs> and you won't, you won't like chase them down or try and be a jerk about it. Well, I mean, most people won't. But um, I think that's really nice. Just giving players the options to, to like basically throw down the gauntlet mm. um, is enough to make... It's like that's one thing that stops people from being as horrible as they otherwise would be in a game that does let you just kill other people straight off the bat if you want. Um, and the other thing is, yeah, you just pick them up after you beat them and buy and it's like everything that's done is there to make sure that people people are allowed to hurt each other but they feel bad about doing it <laughs> it's really nice i hope more games learn from it uh catherine have you been playing anything fun this week I've, I've been playing i've been playing a little bit of a little bit more of nino kuni 2 which also has excellent music um and i've also been playing uh, a little bit with the banner saga 3 because i'm going to review it um which is it's, it's got it's got kind of in on, on a music front it's a li- it's it's much more bleak <laughs> and just uh isn't isn't quite as 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 toe tapping say um but yeah it's is i mean i've only played a little bit of it so far um it is very much like the uh the first two games it's basically exactly the same just continuing are, the story <laughs> are you allowed to talk about the Badder saga 3 uh i don't know um Maybe. Possibly not. Pro- probably, maybe maybe cut this bit out. <laughs> people people know the deal, and it's just it's just. You're gonna like to say you're reviewing it. Yeah. Like you don't need... <laughs> um, but yeah, I won't I won't talk about too too much of that. I'll talk about Nino Kuni instead, which is I quite I quite like it. Um, it's 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 a very it's very much like a a JRPG in the very kind of classic sense of the word. Um, in that, so, ev- ev- well, so 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 many of the things you have to do are just kind of side quests within side quests, and I quite I do, I do quite like the the sort of town building element that I've now got to, although the you 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 kind of you grow your kingdom by recruiting other citizens, of which you know you normally have to do a side quest for in order to get them to come to your town. Um, but there are also kind of normal side quests as well, where you just get like a normal reward. But it's it's kind of I sort of feel feel like if I'm not getting a person out at the end of this, then why should I do your quest? It's kind, it's kind <laughs> of like slightly, it's kind of somehow weirdly divided it into like a person is like an excellent reward because you can you know you can develop your town and put someone in a shop and you know uh, make everything better for you. Whereas just like a new hat is just so like now unappealing. That it's like, oh man, it's <laughs> I don't, don't want to do this. I want a person at the end of this. I want to, I want to sort of nick someone from a town and plonk them in my little city. You're um, basically slave training. Yeah, at this point. basically, <laughs> and it's I sort of wasn't really expecting that to happen in some way. Um, so that's a bit weird. Um, but I, yeah, I, I, it's it's so nice though, and so nice looking. Um, it's just really kind of like warm and fuzzy, and. Um, the combat's really nice. I really like the combat. It's kind of all real time. 
you just kind of wail on things with the with the mouse button. But also, you know, you've got like special attacks which you build up and stuff, and your all your companions are controlled by the AI, so you don't, you don't have to worry about them. My my favorite thing about Nino Kuni too is Leaf Book. The, yeah. <laughs> the the in-game Facebook substitute. Yeah. It's so wholesome. It's the most wholesome yeah. social media you can ever find. Yeah. Just people saying kind things. Even when they're being nasty, they're just yeah. like they're nasty in the most innocent way. Yeah. It is very sweet. Uh I played a really weird game that me me and Brendan talked about uh off mic and in Slack um last week, which is called New Ice York. And it is bananas, B-A-N-E-N-A-S. It's like, it's one of those games that is genuinely made by one person. Uh, and he did the music and the everything. And this, it all looks like it was kind of drawn in, in MS Paint. Like, it, and it's all in like cyan. So it's really like hard to look at sometimes. Because the story is that New York has been frozen and you have to find out who and why they did it. And that sort of gets abandoned almost uh, well, like when it's sort of two thousands the way through, because you end up just sort of trying to escape New Ice York, and it's one of those games where I don't know. Like there is a story, uh, but it's just when you finished it, quite hard to understand exactly what happened because there's a story, but it's sort of like there's a lot of kind of parallel universes and like maybe time loops involved potentially and there's kind of definitely a heaven and hell thing but it's also like it's really like very funny uh which i wasn't expecting i don't know why i wasn't expecting it but it's all stuff like uh you have to uh interview a criminal in the jail so you go to the jail and you interview the criminal and it's all sort of like uh you just use keyboard so you use arrow keys to move around and uh z to interact and x to cancel uh, I went and interviewed the criminal and then the criminal escaped and I had to go ask someone else about the criminal and um, it I didn't realise it but the criminal's name was just criminal which I found really really funny like I was talking to a bartender and he was like yeah I've known criminal since he was 12 years old and, like, and I just found it really funny that I was thinking about like wow that's normative determinism like, determinism, like this poor kid his parents named him criminal like <laughs> I just found it super funny and it, it's a really weird game and it's the sort of game that I would play again because it's weird it's weird and and kind of uh, but like not in the kind of annoying way because I spoke before about how I didn't really enjoy everything because I felt like everything was kind of up itself a bit and was like intentionally mysterious and stuff and this is just like someone who's made a weird cool story and it's just weird because possibly just because it's by one person and so maybe they're the only person that will ever be able to understand it. <laughs> and I was really, I was really, really into it. And I'm going to write about it at some point when, you know, just everything isn't happening all at once. But yeah, I was really into that. And I think like, it's worth looking at it, at least on Steam. Cool. Uh, should we go on to see what our readers have been up to? We should. But I, I also want to say, just going back, you know that game that I couldn't remember that was a punky game about punching people? Mm. It's called Punk's Not Dead, all one word, all uppercase. <laughs> and it is, yeah, it's, I'm going to put a link to it because it is just a, like, a little browser game about running around and punching people in the head to a song called, let me see, Get Punched. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. 
So you guys are probably going to have to drive on the uh, reader comments front because I can't see any of it. So Okay. We can do <laughs> that. the internet is still not working. Uh, someone, I noticed this before we started recording, but one of our readers, Justin Bost, mentions the Red Alert Hell March. It used to get me pumped when I was a kid, uh, which I think is a excellent shout. I love the Hell March. <laughs> Um, yeah, Matthew really likes that as well. He said he used to kind of just fire up the game, and when he was little and or younger, and um, yeah, just listen to the Hell March. <laughs> Chris Croyder says intro song of Mass Effect Three. I think it's called Leaving Earth. Is that by the people that you were talking about, Alice? Uh, no. Two steps. From I think Hell. Two Steps from Hell did the um, the trailer music. Uh, so I don't know if it counts, but yeah, the the Mass Effect has great. Great music, really good music, and actually, what like um, the one of my favourite songs in a game is uh, Morden Solus sings uh, some Gilbert and Sullivan patter. And, and I am the very model of a scientist Solarian. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, and then he sings it in Mass Effect Two, and then he sings it in Mass Effect Three as well, and it's very sad. It's touching. Everaldo Junior says probably Hotline Miami. Yeah, it's got quite a good soundtrack. Another kind of slightly is that that's, that's more chip tune, isn't it? I think is isn't it? I think. Uh, oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. For some reason, there's the song in a box full of joy when there's a dead band in the background. What's a box full of joy? Everaldo has an odd taste in games, I can tell, because <laughs> he also he also suggests the song at the beginning of Space Funeral. Um. <laughs> Which is just space funeral is full of weird avant garde music. <laughs> Everaldo sounds cool. Thank you, Everaldo. You got any good ones, Catherine? Can I do on Twitter? Okay, so Amy Godleyman says that the scores for Sword and Sorcery and Oxenfree are both in my regular music rotation, two fantastic albums. And she also says that the various haunting bluegrass and folk covers in Kentucky Route Zero are wonderful um, and nominates This World is Not My Home um, as a particular track being utterly heartbreaking both in and out context of the scene it's in i haven't played two of those games i've played source and sorcery which yeah but that, that was also on my list of having like a a good soundtrack pepe sylvia says just quote this was a triumph which um oh yeah still, still alive from portal which is yeah. obviously That's a great a great track <laughs> uh there is no pepe sylvia pepe sylvia does not exist weird what that's uh, a reference. Pepe Sylvia is, uh, you know, whenever anyone like, have you seen? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, some of it. You know, <laughs> so when someone's like spinning out and they're like conspiracy theorizing and stuff, and they'll make a joke about it and like post a picture of Charlie Day against a wall with all yeah. like, yeah. So that scene, he's he's saying like, I keep getting mail for Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia, and then he he's like, do you know what I found out? Pepe Sylvia does not exist. There is no goddamn Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> okay, well, I genuinely just thought this was a person on Facebook called Pepe Sylvia. So it might well Damn. be. It is probably someone's name. No, it can't <laughs> you know? be. It's too. It's too. It's too wild. It's too out there. Sorry, Pepe, if it is actually your name. <laughs> There's a lot of people on Twitter saying um, basically anything by Darren Corb from Supergiant, um, who did what did the Bastion and Transistor soundtracks and Pyre. Mm. I, did he do Pyre? I think. Um, yeah, that was suggested by the WTM and Wubdor, 
at uh, at the very least. I'm sure that I'm sure there are a few more down here that I can't see. Um, C D C W Benjamin. Um, I definitely had Bastion on my soundtrack on on my soundtrack list. Um, I wasn't so enamoured with Transistor just because I thought it was too similar to Bastion and didn't really have the same impact as Bastion did for me. Pyre has has nice music. I can't remember it too well, but I remember just feeling. Yeah, I remember just nodding and being like, yeah, music, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> this, this music is good, it fits. Asgard Tarp says, Super Meat Boy and Night in the Woods both have great tracks. I think Night in the Woods is a good one because it has some weird, funny band music that's like, you play along with, don't you, as a rhythm action game. Mm. Yeah, could uh, we say like, rock band? <laughs> is that cheating? Feels <laughs> like it is cheating, Yeah. <laughs> Philip Magnus on Twitter says the soundtrack of Near Autom- Automata and Anything and Everything by Austin Wintery. Um, also very good choices. Yeah, Nier, Nier, I, haven't, I haven't played all of Near Automata. Um, Automata. I keep saying auto, automa, Automata for whatever reason. Near um, Automata Manowar. <laughs> Auto-tomato. Auto-tomato, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what what I have played of it, the music is is quite good. Um, I do I do like that game's music a lot. And then other people, yeah, sort of, um, <clears throat> excuse me, saying, yeah, more Kentucky Route Zero, some Mass Effect, De Chirker, I don't know whether I've said that right, it's Cuphead, which has got, yeah, as far as I can remember, it's got, got good music. Paul Jacob Smith says, Gabriel Knight 3. <laughs> I didn't know there was a Gabriel Knight 3, but I, not, I shouldn't have been surprised that there is. Those are those terrible FMV detective games <laughs> that are I think they're a little bit saucy I'm not sure uh, they're bad they're bad I don't know about the music in them but I don't know if it's worth finding out <laughs> there's also one from Cynical uh, oh, I don't know how to say this Cynicologist I don't know um, Ed Harrison's Neo Tokyo soundtrack um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I think is that the the mod for Counter Strike or is that different? Uh, is he talking about something else? I don't know, but I just remember <laughs> that um, Alice was was uh, sorry, other Alice, um, Alice <laughs> O'Connor pointed out this was the uh, the only correct thing in the uh, in the tweet, entire in list. The tweet yeah. responses. <laughs> cool. Any more for any more? Oh, there are loads. There's so got loads more. <laughs> there's there's probably two hundred. There's over two hundred responses in total. A lot of yeah. people saying Battlefield, Civilizations Five. Got um, quite a few. Got a, quite a few mentions for Stellaris in here in Twitter. Yeah, which is weird because I always find that we. I've got some Stellaris as well, but I always found Stellaris and Crusader Kings music to get really tiresome because <laughs> it's all you hear for forever. Like I turn the music off in those games and listen to Spotify instead because there's too just too much of it, and you just hear it gets. It's one of those earworms get stuck in your head and you're trying to sleep and all you can hear is like <laughs> crusader kings 2 or stellaris music looping through your mind <laughs> so it's sort of I, it, it is one of those things where yeah i've sort of i've played a few games most recently probably that pc building simulator that had just looping kind of noise um it wasn't a good soundtrack but it's like yeah when you've only got that just kind of going round and round and round it's like oh no just just turn it off um yeah but <laughs> i should i mean i should i should clarify that the the, the ck2 and stellaris music is is good 
if I heard it once or twice, I'd be mm. like, that was good music. But you hear it over and over again because you play the game for so long. Yeah. I would say, I'd say like the, the art of like, this is something like Animal Crossing does really well in that you're listening to a piece of music for basically an hour and the same piece of music over and over again. I think there is a really fine art of creating a piece of music that you, if you are listening to it for a long time, that it doesn't get boring. Like the a good kind of like area theme that you're in for a long time or even just like, I don't know, there there is a there is a knack to it, I think. Uh, you know what uh, our listeners have been listening to for an hour now. <laughs> this is also <laughs> wait, true. Wait, wait, there's one more. Someone's pointed out. Ian Partridge has pointed out Wipeout, which is a great shout. I listen to Wipeout when I play hacking games. Because <laughs> I, it makes me feel like a hacker from 2097. <laughs> uh, so yeah. I think we are going to have to to stop. We've oh, been, can we've I just been... kind of have one? Have one go on, go one on then. Go on then. This, this was another one that was also on my list. So Eno says Ori in the Blind Forest, which is an uh, excellent soundtrack. I yeah, do shall. love that soundtrack a lot. And that is the last one. <laughs> That's the last one. Now. I'm Done. so sorry. I'm so sorry to everyone who did comment because, like Brendan said, we got so many, but we can't, can't get to all of you. I'll, I'll but, link to the thread so yeah, people can yeah. read through all the suggestions. <laughs> thank you so much. But we have now been here for a whole hour. It, time flies, you know, when you're with your friends, when you're having fun. But now it is time for us to say goodbye. So thank you so much for listening to the Electronic Wireless Show, episode 52, where we talked about music and video games and had the excellent and expert on the subject, uh, Catherine Castle, joining us. Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> it's all right. My pleasure. Uh, we are of course available on all your regular or most of your regular podcatching apps uh, as well as on the terrible iTunes uh, please do review us um, because it does help uh, and obviously uh, Catherine join us this week you can check out our new hardware section uh, we've got new videos and guides and stuff on our brand new redesigned website mm. how exciting is that <laughs> rockpapershotgun.com has had a look of paint it's purple now. Yeah. And, and green. green and pink. <laughs> and white. It's all of the colors. <laughs> it's all, of all, white. all the colors. Yeah, white as well. Uh, so, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, and do, yeah, follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. And you can also uh, follow Brendan on Twitter. What, you're your Brendy underscore C? That's right. Cool. Uh, and Catherine, are you on Twitter as well? I am indeed. It doesn't really make any sense now that I've changed my surname, but my Twitter <laughs> handle is Berninator, spelled B-Y-R-N-E-Ator, because uh, <laughs> that was my old surname, um, which, yes, now doesn't make any sense. But, yeah, it's still that. <laughs> it's still cool. Still works. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, now it's time for our least favourite uh, favorite part of the show, which is where we must say goodbye and bid you adieu, dear listener. But thank you so much for listening for this hour. Uh, and don't forget for all your rock paper shotgun needs go to rockpapershotgun.com so uh, it's time to say goodbye goodbye Brendan bye goodbye Catherine bye (laughs) bye (laughs) bye